0: beaming from pacific junction hotel to earth
1: yo welcome my summer lair i'm your host sammy Yunan. i have two people from the new film the night the kids found out so we're gonna find out what the kids found out (laughs) uh so introduce yourselves we'll start with you and go this way introduce yourselves what you did for the film and then when we get to you just give us a little snapshot of what the film is about
0: so i'm tiana I am the creative director of The Night the Kids Found Out, so I dealt with a lot of the props, the visuals, the graphics, um, all of that, so yeah. Cool. My name is Iris, Uh, I was the director of the
2: film. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Night the Kids Found Out is a 30 minute thriller that revolves around three kids who are investigating their biology teacher and his involvement in the missing case of a student athlete at their school.
1: Nice. Yeah. Uh, you chose to make a thriller. Is this an interest in either thrillers or horror movies or that kind of genre? I guess I'm lumping it all together.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think I sent the like mood board to Tiana before we even started mm-hmm. anything. Wait, but wait, it what's was what's a mood board? It was basically <sighs> like a compilation of like the visuals that we wanted and what exactly like the theme that we were going for. Mm-hmm. So on that, there was like obviously Stranger Things. There mm-hmm. was it. There was Riverdale, Twin Peaks things that are kind of held in a small town with kids with a mystery that's mm-hmm. kind of shadowing over the whole town
1: In terms of creepy small towns was there a particular look or a small town you're looking for
0: Well, we wanted it to be like an old small town, you know, a lot of the the building, the school might look a little bit run down, the main characters even in like their fashion choices, what they're wearing. We wanted it to be very vintage, very mm-hmm. 80s. But at the same time, this film is based in the present day, you know?
1: So the characters use a, like a cell phone or something?
0: Yeah. Mm. So they have like all the modern technology, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the aesthetic we were going for. So some people, they were getting a little bit confused, but I feel like once you see the movie, you'll be like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the look of it.
1: And your town is Faybridge, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is fictional. It doesn't exist.
0: It doesn't. Absolutely not. Maybe (laughs) it does (laughs) somewhere
2: in America or here even, but no, it doesn't exist. Okay.
1: Yeah. Does Faybridge have some sort of ominous history? Is it like, because you mentioned Stranger Things, is it like Hawking's? Is there something kind of going on in Faybridge? Or is this just the one mystery that's in Faybridge? Mm
2: -hmm. I would like to think so. I think, well, we, we. the beginning scene, we end up on like on Nico, who is a main character, and she's opening up a mailbox, and it's kind of like a rundown road. Mm-hmm. So I, I imagine it's a small town with not much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, people kind of look the other way. Although when Hunter uh, is announced missing, it seems like a pretty big deal to them, so it seems like it's pretty, I don't know, there's that. But also a few weeks later, they're going off to prom, and everyone seems happy. So I'm not sure... You know what? We're accepting all fan theories yeah. okay. about <laughs>
1: favorites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I just, I, in general, I think it's a small town where like things like that don't happen that often. But I think it's easy for people to look the other way.
1: Mm-hmm. Why a small town? I know you mentioned TV shows like Riverdale and Stranger Things, but what's uh, what is it about a small town that lends itself to that kind of like something like Hawkins, for example?
0: Yeah. Well, I feel with a small town setting as opposed to like say a big city or something like that all the characters they're very close knit like everyone knows each other so you're all they're all wondering like oh who did this like could it be that person could it be that person cuz there's a good chance that we probably know them you mm-hmm. know so news spreads that kind of thing it makes it a little more interesting the character dynamics and everything it's scarier too oh yeah you know, it could be
2: your neighbor <laughs> i think that's the most scariest part you can get away with so much but also it's a, it's again like a, a very small pool of people yeah yeah
1: you mentioned like it for example could you survive a horror movie <laughs> could any you both <laughs> of you survive a horror movie get to, you get to the end or? i'm gonna
2: be honest i think i can i've watched so many horror movies i would never run up the stairs i would never go anywhere alone my battery is always a hundred percent Oh, okay. i know i know when something's a little bit off so i think i'd be one of the last survivors
0: not maybe not the last but yeah. like one of them Okay, sure. the, the only reason that I think I would survive a horror movie is because I am so scared. I would not check what's upstairs, what's in that closet. Yes. I would just duck and hide in my basement like in the corner and not move for a week basement, <laughs> the basement? really you wouldn't say, okay, like, well leave? i would i get like a few snacks or right. something you know <laughs> <laughs> but you know yeah I'm, you're I'm a just sitting paranoid. duck though
1: then they're gonna come for whatever yeah. jason you know, or freddie or, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. Go. To run. <laughs> yeah it's
0: always the ones who go out the and investigate That's who true. like who get in trouble I would you would never. know
2: i don't want to be a hero i'm not a hero i'm a coward i would run the other way no but if that means if that means i can survive i'm okay with being a coward
1: well, yeah, that's how you live, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you run out of the house or whatever.
2: Yes, yeah. The small town question that you asked, I also want to add to that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I I grew up in a small town called Dorchester, and so for
1: people who don't know where that is,
2: yes, it's 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 on Ontario near London, Ontario, which is around Western University, but it's on the outskirts of it. Uh, and this town is so interesting to me because literally, like. Two times a month, our school bus on the way to school would get stopped from goats, like, on the road. <laughs> <laughs> like Are it's that. Serious? Yeah, it's pretty small. Everyone knew each other's families. Um, you would always see, like, five of your school members biking down the street when you went there, you know, over a weekend. But I, I was close with, like, my three girlfriends at the time, and we would always bike around, like, this one area. And there would always be, like, a weird type of feeling around, I believe it's called Mill Pond or pond mills and that's where you know the teenagers would go to like smoke to like have parties and everything like that
0: did anyone go missing was there a hunter? no but <laughs>
2: i remember there was like this like cool senior couple and like they they like no one knew where they were for like i think two days okay and it was like that was the talk of the town For a really long time, so I like in my head I'm like this is really crazy, but also I was like my you know what I mean Uh like my crazy self, I'm like what if this happened? What if this (laughs) happened? So I think my curiosity and like for like small towns and bad things happening kind of started there. I know that sounds terrible, but like I think that's my overactive imagination. Did they find them? Oh yeah, yeah, they were fine. I think they were just like literally crashing at someone's place. (laughs) They didn't, you know, cell phones weren't. How old were they? I was in grade like eight. So I do uh, grade twelve. Like, how old are you when you're grade twelve? No, 12?
0: I mean you said it was an old couple that said, went. Sorry,
2: oh like senior, as in high school seniors. Yeah. Oh, I thought
0: not like you meant, old, like old. Yeah, An yeah. old senior couple. No, they were that's like a different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was no, like no,
1: no, no, what? That's like Alzheimer's or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's sad. sad.
0: Yeah. I was so worried. Yeah. For no, a no, no,
1: no. I got that. I got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Does it growing up then and being in a small town like that and having that experience when you are watching horror movies is it scarier because you're just out by yourself now? in that in that kind of a small town in that environment
2: a bit yeah but it makes it more exciting i I like i live downtown now so whenever i watch a horror movie i'm like i live in an apartment i'm okay yeah. but you know when you're in a in a house with like like i don't know like five other houses around you and just cornfields that's which is where i live like it's yeah it changes it's the quiet, vibe completely right? it's
0: very quiet mm-hmm. i like it i like it but you don't know if there's someone hiding around the corner I you know. don't know if there's someone in the cornfield
2: you really never know
0: <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy
1: so you mentioned it and stranger things for this movie but is there any other particular horror films that you really dig or that Mm. uh are some of your favorites or some that you even keep returning to
0: okay well me personally i'm honestly not a big horror movie buff for someone who's creative directing a thriller Mm -hmm. yeah horror movies scare me man yeah yeah. but um as i'm getting older i can appreciate them like it i really liked Mm -hmm. um but yeah, some of them depending on I guess like I don't like the ones with the jump scares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I'm not those, a big fan. Those
2: are annoying cuz that's just like a uh, like a That's like a cheap a
0: cheap tactic. Yeah, I could scare you right yeah. now and you'd be like I'm scared, but that wasn't cuz I was like, you know, yeah. scary. It's just I just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Iris is definitely <laughs> the big horror movie buff here. She's movies. the one who pitched me the idea a year ago. And she was like, yeah, I want to do a horror movie. I love horror movies, <laughs> but like with this aesthetic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. I love horror movies. I love it when
2: you're in the comfort of your own house with popcorn and you can be like, I can enjoy this. And like, cause I'm not involved in that. I can pause and I can go to the washroom and I'll be okay. I know I won't, you know, be in danger. <laughs> um, I, I, I think. <laughs> Twin Peaks is definitely like a huge inspiration just mm-hmm. because of the aesthetic and like the way people interacted back then the way that they wore their clothes and like the way they dealt with issues as well. I think Twin Peaks is also set in like a like Twin Peaks a small mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually watched a lot of the episodes um as well as Riverdale just because of the aesthetic as well. I think they're trying to reboot the whole 80s thing. Um yeah. I think the biggest thing about small towns that is interesting is the friendships. And in horror movies, it's just the friendships and how, like, you grow under the most unlikely circumstances, because you kind of have to. If mm-hmm. you're, f- you're defeating the Demogorgon, you know, you kind of have to have a good support system. Yeah. We the saw system.
1: that in the Scream movies, too. Yeah. All the, all the characters there, they became really close over oh the yeah. three movies, right? Yep. And so as they got killed off <laughs> one by one, <laughs> uh. it became a lot more heavier and yeah. emotionally draining for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You guys mentioned a word a couple of times, aesthetic. Uh, what is it that you're looking for when you see these movies? And you said you had a mood board. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was it that you were looking for? Was it a certain type of color, a certain type of vibe? Like, how would you kind of describe what it is that you're looking for?
0: Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned before, how Iris came to me originally with the mood board and we kind of developed the whole, like, the vibe, if you want to call it, of the movie together. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, we did take a lot of our inspiration from, um, like, Stranger Things or Riverdale and It in the sense that they are kind of either influenced or like directly based in the 80s mm-hmm. era so the characters costumes and even how the school looks mm-hmm. um, the colors like our poster are the fonts we used it all kind of have has the same yeah we wanted to be like vintage very cohesive aesthetic.
2: yeah and i think the biggest thing is when i wanted like when i wanted to show you something or someone who potentially went on the team i wanted them to understand it like right off the bat be like mm-hmm. okay i get what type of film this is and i think uh, hopefully that's what you got from it because mm-hmm. all the photos i showed you were like of the high schools you yeah. know what i mean and like we scouted the high school one of them which is northern secondary school which is where carrie filmed um the most recent mm-hmm. version and we like when we scout it. like yeah this is exactly what we wanted because it looks like it was in the 80s the the classrooms are so old like wooden floors everything Um and that I feel like that kind of really goes with like the typography that we
0: used the poster oh, yeah. that we made and yeah yeah because even like the Goosebumps series growing up we grew up reading them well Iris more than me I was scared <laughs> but <laughs> even
1: <laughs> Goosebumps um, <laughs> I was yeah, yeah I scary. was
0: a I was a wuss. Yes. <laughs> um, but even like the fonts and everything, how it's kind of playful and it's kind of cute, mm-hmm. but in a scary way, um, we wanted to use that. So you'll see a lot of the characters are even wearing like a lot of bright colored clothing. We actually, um, me and Hazel, the producer, mm-hmm. we went and thrifted those at Black Market. So even like the, what are they called? The varsity jackets that the jocks are wearing, I kind of customized them myself. We thrifted them from black market and then kind of made them like ironed on the F mm-hmm. H on them mm-hmm. favorite tie. So it kind of gave it a little bit of a vintage, like American high school aesthetic, Yeah, which I keep saying over and over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but people get it. Like they yeah. see the
2: varsity jacket be like, okay, yeah, I see. Yeah. You know, and yeah I think yeah that's yeah. what's really important that all of our styles aren't all, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And even with the location, like we wanted a big, school like a big scary looking school almost and a lot of the classrooms you could tell they were very old and they had like a skeleton Mm. in the back and they had the worn out wood panel floors so that actually a lot went into just finding the locations and scouting them because we were how many schools did we go to we went to like eight schools i feel i think or six was
2: it eight i think six i, I think
0: it was like six or something yeah. yeah even the football field
2: like we're like we want a very specific look for the football field yeah. mm-hmm. so we went to like four different schools for that mm-hmm. yeah i was yeah. surprised
1: even in the trailer you see the football field yeah and i'm oh, yeah. like we have a football field in canada i know right it, like, <laughs> it looks american <laughs>
2: it looks very american yeah. Yeah. yeah i
1: was shocked i'm like i didn't even know we did that or like yeah i assume somebody plays football somewhere mm-hmm right because mm, i don't yeah. know anybody that does but then when i saw that shot i'm like oh we do i guess we do that
0: yeah so. no it took a lot of scouting yeah. to find the perfect one. Oh my god um but like i said we shot at northern secondary school so that's where they film carrie mm-hmm. um that school was i mean perfect. like i've said over and over i'm scared of everything but i felt like that school was haunted or something <laughs> <laughs> when i was Going around, yeah, like, I looking for classes. it was built, like, in the
2: 1800s or something. It's oh, yeah. It's it looks like a
0: castle. No. Yeah, yeah. It was perfect, though. Mm-hmm. So thank you. But I uh, got some creepy vibes I when we were scouting. I like but, like but let's wrap. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's <laughs> <please>. <laughs> yeah. We got the shot. Yeah.
1: And so, Tian, I just want to focus. You mentioned a couple mm-hmm. of things already about being an art director. Yeah. Uh, Iris reached out to you and said you want to be in this project. Mm-hmm. Was the role that you always wanted to do was kind of art directing, kind of get involved in that side of the, the looks and the props and the making the varsity jackets, that kind of stuff that you were talking about? Was that something you always wanted to do, or do you want to like eventually get out and direct and edit or do some other aspects of film?
0: Well, the thing is with me, I really like all the aspects of like the directing, the editing, the design, the visual design of the film, which I did, um, and just even the story, like creating that. I would say I'm open to everything, but creative direction, it's definitely. I feel like I have a good eye for the visuals of it, mm-hmm. um, having a consistent branding and a consistent feel of the film, whether it's through marketing or the look of it, um, the music, everything coming together. So me and iris worked really closely with that yeah because like i said that was one of the first things she told me when she pitched the film to me um so i was like yeah i'm so on board with this Mm -hmm. like i can totally see how we can bring this together through the clothing and all that like we could go to a thrift store we could build this we could customize this Mm -hmm. i should also add that tiana was like a really great
2: editor too like we all edited the film Mm -hmm. and like Anytime time I was gone for work or school, like Tiana, Sam or Hazel would come in mm. and like literally there are some scenes I'm like, I have no clue what to do with this because sometimes I, we didn't get enough coverage and like Tiana would fix it. I'd be like, I didn't even think about that. So you were also like a great editor yeah, as you. well. Thank and you. I know that you also have like a great technical side as well. So mm. yeah, I think y- what you just said, you're very multifaceted and
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. and then so iris for you why uh why choose to do a thriller or horror obviously you're a big fan yeah but you could shoot anything right like you could have shot a comedy or something right so why choose a thriller or a horror Uh,
2: i also love coming of age films so i think i wanted to combine something with that with like thrillers are so dope like the music Mm -hmm. like the acting and teenagers like combined together that's like my heaven (laughs) so like (laughs) anytime it's bad like I know I know some shows kind of overdo it with all that stuff but like I'm like I want something that's gonna like you know make people remember high school and but also not in such a cheesy touchy way if that makes sense Mm -hmm. high school is a very special time for iris i honestly i keep saying i'm like i don't think you know how they say like high school is the best four years of your life i'm not gonna say that it is but like i think i grew the most when i was in high school because of the friendships i made and because of the weird experiences i've had and um like plus all the horror movies that i've watched so i think it's my love for those two those two experiences Mm -hmm. watching horror films and slash thriller films plus high school
1: and you have a prom scene in your film
2: very yeah it's a prom montage it's mm-hmm. when people are getting ready for prom and entering prom we sadly didn't get like we didn't rent out a gym and like oh do the i whole wish thing. i wish been,
0: we didn't have time for that no. we didn't have the resources for oh that but gosh. that would have been amazing i know what we did do we just had a little montage of like people dressing up mm-hmm. people getting ready in the bathrooms people like kids getting drunk like that kind of thing you know high school things mm-hmm. high school. <laughs> yeah getting drunk in the um, washroom smoking oh, in the washroom relatable <laughs> relatable <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, not at all for me. Yeah. Yeah. is (laughs) prom another theme too for you in terms of like the movies that you like? Because there's a lot of of great prom scenes.
2: Yeah, you always see... Yeah, Carrie. Stranger Things, uh, the dance scene where like they're all... You know what I mean? Like they're getting ready for the dance. Like I think every classic film or tv show that's held in the 80s has like a classic prom montage so i'm like even if we can't show it in the gym i still want to see people getting ready Mm -hmm. so that's what gets me excited you know we also have like funky music while that's like the the whole montage is playing and i love it i think it's one of my favorite parts of the film yeah
0: yeah so we had a really great composer actually Yeah, Um, yeah ellie kozak he did such a good job he made the score the credits all of that yeah I've also yeah. like
2: I've had so much fun with him just sitting down. I'm like, Can you make it sound like this? And mm-hmm. I do like some stupid thing with my voice. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> and like he's great. He he really like just made the film come to life. Really, truly, truly. Yeah.
1: And you mentioned c- the film coming to life, but you also mentioned the resources. You guys funded money through Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. How was that experience? Because that's another place now that a lot of filmmakers and a lot of creators are turning to. How was that experience for you guys?
0: Wanna go for it? I mean, (laughs) just the experience of... Well, first of all, we put together an Indiegogo video. So a lot of that was actually like Iris. Mm -hmm. that You had a big part in that video, which a lot of our contributors, well, all of our contributors ended up seeing because it was on our Mm
1: -hmm. page. It was fun. It was in a bowling alley. Yeah, Yeah. in Oakville.
0: Oakville. Yeah, so (laughs) um, we wanted to keep the the aesthetic of it consistent so that people would kind of know what their kind of contributing for. Mm -hmm. So we just wanted it to be very upbeat and exciting and for them to kind of get what the film is about and kind of our values behind the film. Yeah. Yeah, we just wanted to make that really clear for everyone so that everyone would kind of be on board with it and maybe be excited to see it mm-hmm. yeah we didn't want to just like sit in front of a camera and be like hey this is why you should
2: contribute to our film we wanted it to be like here's a little you know sneak peek of what's to come mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it yeah. was a stressful experience if i'm not going to be completely honest because like you're asking people right for money and like mm-hmm. in general i just feel bad about that so you just want to make sure that like you're putting work into it and it's not just like hey We need money. It's like, hey, we care about this. Let us show you how we care about it, how much we care about it, Mm -hmm. and here's why.
0: Because even though this film, it did kind of start as a school project Mm because it is like our thesis film, we don't really see it that way Mm because, I mean, (laughs) we got our marks. That's over. We just really want it to look good. We want people to see it. We want people to get excited Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. because this is so important to us. I mean, we're we're all very passionate about it from the get-go when Iris – was telling me about it like even before class started she was just like yeah i really want to do this mm-hmm. but i don't want us to think of it like it's a school project i don't want us to be doing this for the mark i want us to all actually be on board with creating something amazing mm-hmm. I, I, n- I don't even think about it as like a school thing anymore it was never really no. a school project we <laughs> <I> get our <laughs> marks back i'm like oh right okay yeah yeah, yeah
1: true like uh, oh yeah
0: we're getting marked for this yeah but yeah yeah
1: iris does that kind of feel like the way you guys are talking about the the rest of the team who's putting it together the way you were shooting the film mm-hmm. does that flow out of your experiences in a small town and just kind of like the friendships you had in high school and that kind of feeling because a uh. film set can be very much like high school right like you're yeah. seeing the same people and you're working with the same people over and over again sometimes in stressful situations yeah very much like high school right? yeah is that where it came from or is that just kind of like your style as a director
2: so the question was, sorry, the question
1: was... Does, like, the, f- the feel and the attitude, the, the style that you have for, like, the way that you kind of marketed the team, yes. you, everybody's super happy together, yes. is that flowing out of your experiences growing up in a small town and from right. high school, or is that just not like a conscious choice you made as a director?
2: I think it's important for, like, in general, any film set, any crew, just to work well together. I thought it was always really important, uh, starting in high school, just to, like, listen to other people and, like what they had to contribute I mean I felt very strongly about certain things and like I know Tiana and I like we we disagree on some things and like but we still listen to each other's opinions I think it's important to cater to like or foster a really warm and welcoming environment so yeah I I would definitely say that like I no matter what regardless of the content that we're making I still want to create an environment where people aren't afraid to say what they want to say you know, mm-hmm. um, there would also be times on set where like some of the actors would be like, "Hey, can I try it like this?" or like, "Hey, I don't know if this joke is really working." And I'd be like, "Totally. If that's what you feel, just go for it." You know, I think it's important. Yeah, like I, I call myself the director of this, but the director is I'm listening to what other people are saying, and I'm trying to take an account of like my vision with theirs and the way we can like mend it together. Yeah.
1: Are you hoping eventually to make this like a longer film? Sometimes some movies like this start oh off as shorts and then after they've had some success.
2: I want to. I, I really, really want to. Honestly, I have... <laughs> it's been such... Uh, it's been a lot. Like the past few months, I don't even think I've had time to think about distribution mm-hmm. and also like what's going to come after that. Hopefully, if, if someone can help us sponsor that, oh, I think yeah. we're all very... We're, I mean, most of us are graduating this year, so I don't really know what's to come, but I... Yeah, I am totally down We're to do it. We open to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> In terms of graduating and getting out into the the big bad world.
2: Oh, bad world.
1: Are you excited cuz now like from say years ago when other film students would graduate, you guys now have like YouTube and we touched already on IndieGogo and mm. you have all these resources. Are these kind of resources exciting or are they intimidating or how do you view them?
0: Um, I mean, it's a little bit of both. Of course, we do have more opportunity now Mm -hmm. to um, because we have more platforms to get our work out there. But at the same time, depending on how you look at it, I feel like some people feel that there's more competition because then you see what everyone else is doing and you feel a little bit intimidated by that, which is actually something that I a mindset I'm kind of trying to change. I'm just trying to think, you know what, focus on yourself, focus on what you're putting out there and don't kind of pay attention like why why can't I do it like this person Mm -hmm. like they're so much better than me you know but yeah I feel like it's definitely an advantage for film students who are graduating Mm -hmm. just because you have a platform to put your work out there rather than you know just creating something and having to go out of your way to have it be seen yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
2: I I think it's important because we didn't need permission to post on Indiegogo like Mm -hmm. this is that's the thing we don't need permission to do things anymore it's like we make a video we edit it and we put it online and like whoever sees it sees it we just promote the heck out of it you know and I think it is I, I get what you mean by it is intimidating but I think it's also like it's important to see what other people are doing and to see how you can do things differently yeah you know and everyone has a different take so like even if you, you think you're not like, I thought our Indiegogo video was like, okay. I thought our website was okay. But like a lot of people were like, yo, that's good. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) cool. Mm -hmm. You know, like literally the night before I was like, I hate it. I hate it all. Like, it's just like, we have to redo everything. And like, Sam, who was also one of the producers, was just like, no, trust me, it's okay, it looks good, mm-hmm. um, and I think you, you kind of get into that pattern if you watch something over and over oh, again. yeah. No, yeah.
0: I, I got so frustrated, especially in the editing room, like yeah. me and Iris editing. Oh, my god, We were, gosh. like, watching our trailer over and over, like, this <laughs> sucks. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but we, it's fine. Yeah, and then we watched it the next day. We're like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think you just need like,
2: time separated, and you also need different people's
0: inputs on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that helps. Sure. But Yeah, I feel like we're really lucky to be in the position that we're in, especially right now in, like, 2019 with all these platforms and everything. Yeah, because a lot of the media production students, a lot of the RTA students, like, they didn't have this kind of thing, say, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Even,
1: like, iPhones, for example, like, the amount of stuff you can shoot and the quality that you can shoot. Like, that's already just gone up in just the last few years, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, like... There is a lot more tools as everyb- more and more students graduate from film school. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more exciting tools that you can use that are getting much more accessible. Mm-hmm. It's right. very sure.
2: true. It's very, very true. And that's you don't want to restrict yourself because you don't have specific type of equipment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's about like the content that's important.
1: Yeah. And if you had a choice and you could follow this up with another indie film, would you stick with this genre or would you branch out and uh, try something a little bit more different?
2: <laughs> I'm not I get. I, I think coming of age films would be fun. Like movies like Ladybird I've like I've always loved because they're so simple. They don't really have that much of a plot and it's character driven.
1: We just recently saw eighth grade, for example.
2: Oh my gosh, one of my favorite oh, movies. I still haven't seen that. It's on Netflix. You have to watch it. I think you would really it. love it. I love yeah, I I like it. I quote it all the time. I have the t shirt. Like I think it's just so well written and it's so honest i watched it i'm like that's who i was without phones oh my god i can't even imagine if i was in eighth grade i had a phone that'd be so anxiety inducing (laughs) but like i watched and i'm like that's like elsie fisher that's me right now like i i can relate to that character and i feel like it's important to make films where like young people or people in general can just relate to you know i i I don't know how much people can relate to like our film right now I, i i guess people can relate to the feeling of feeling like like an underdog and like they want to prove themselves but in general i think coming of age films are very beautiful so i, I i'd be very open to you know making a film like that
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. same kind
1: of thing as you i feel like you probably just want to run away from the horror movies though, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um after this horror movies are kind of cool They're like dope, ed- yeah because yeah. sorry i'm getting sidetracked here but just editing them because <laughs> the scare the quote-unquote scary parts i had to re-watch like scary scenes from actual horror movies on youtube to see how they edited them so i think i'm a little desensitized to that now
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> but um because once you see it behind the scenes too right like yeah you kind of already know what's happening and like yeah all that kind of stuff then right? you're like
0: that monster's not real that's <laughs> prosthetics <Yeah. laughs> but, um Yeah, no, I think coming-of-age movies, like what we're doing, that whole aspect of it is what really drew me in to um, The Night the Kids Found Out, just because it is something that we can all relate to, the characters, the struggles they're going through growing up, because I feel us, being where we are right now, about to graduate in university, we don't know where we're gonna be next year. We don't know where we're gonna be in the next five years. It's scary. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I feel like that's something that a lot of people can really relate to. Mm-hmm.
2: Totally. Mm-hmm. I th- that's, you know, it wasn't, like, I didn't pitch it as, okay, it's just thriller where, like, you know, they're figuring out this whole thing, but it's also, like, you like the characters. And I think that's what's so important, is, like, you like the characters, and the whole point of this movie isn't that they're just trying to solve the crime. You're getting to know who
0: Nico, Al, and Riley are. Because when we were first developing this film, we didn't really have an idea of how the characters were exactly. Mm -hmm. We knew that we wanted three main characters Mm -hmm. who were good friends trying to solve this mystery, but we didn't really have the depth to them yet. So Iris and Adrian, who was the writer of this film, Mm -hmm. so Adrian developed the script first and he was the one who really Brought life to these characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I think it's it's really great what he did. How they're all different, but they're all they're all having a similar kind of struggle in a way. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, you'll watch and you'll see like like these characters are people you know. You know, like Al is kind of like he's an overachiever, but he's very insecure, so he doesn't take those risks. Whereas Nico is like she's more of a go getter. They're all still underdogs though, right? So she's obviously insecure about like her social standing in the high school realm, and Riley is very much an outsider doesn't have that many friends so they kind of take her under their wing um and yeah you you see you see people you know in these characters yeah yeah
1: and we get to see it on uh monday march 25 yes Yes. at the scotia bank theater that should be really exciting yeah yeah Yeah. so excited
2: come a little bit early because we're gonna set up a photo booth um it's gonna be prom themed so if you want to go all out or your little tuxes or whatever please do
1: and are you hoping eventually to, like, submit this then to, like, uh, film festivals and stuff? They play a lot of shorts and things like that. Are you hoping to get it around? and?
2: Yeah, we have an Excel sheet, like, full of, like, festivals oh we want to. Yeah, like, we're ready. And I think it's actually perfect timing because the submissions start, like, in April slash May. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, we're ready.
1: Okay. And what are the socials people can follow to keep a better track of what's happening and where if you end up at a film festival near you?
0: Mm -hmm. So we have our Instagram. So I would say our Instagram and Facebook, if you want to keep up to date with what's going on with our film, follow us on Instagram at TNTKFO and Facebook. Facebook is TNTKFO. I think it's (laughs) The Night the Kids Found Out. Yeah, The Night the Kids Found Out. If you look that up, you you can find it easily. But yeah, there we just kind of post updates and Mm -hmm. little videos and pictures, etc., etc., to see what's going on with our film. Yep.
2: Private um. screening is what comes first, and mm-hmm. then eventually wa- we want to just do a public screening, and then after that it's just film like festivals hopefully. Yeah. And then hopefully distribution.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll see what
2: happens mm-hmm. there.
1: I'm going to wrap up, but I'm going to ask a slightly unfair question, so mm-hmm. I apologize for that up front. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you said, you guys don't know what's going to happen now that you're out of school and you're going into life and uh When you look at the Canadian film industry and the way we've been kind of last little while, we've had a lot of layoffs in our TV shows our TV channels and things like that. Are are you kind of hopeful? Are you excited to stay here and find work and stuff and kind of connect with the industry? Or are you nervous? Are you pessimistic? how would you describe yourselves as you look at the industry?
2: Great question. You can uh. go first.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting from your end, right? Like yeah. people who've been doing this for a number of years, uh-huh. uh, they've kind of seen almost everything, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, But now you're coming into this industry that is yeah. still trying to figure out, especially in Canada, trying to figure out all this Netflix and all this stuff yeah. that's happening.
0: No, it's, of course, it's scary. But, I mean, this generation, like everyone who's, I've worked with in media production everyone who's our age and just getting into the industry. I feel like there's a lot of potential mm-hmm. for like just the Canadian film industry, the Canadian entertainment industry to just flourish mm-hmm. cuz they have really great ideas, everyone I've seen in my program, they're very smart in like a technical way and like writing, creating stories, creating content, visuals, everything, audio, i think it's (laughs) (laughs) it's it's scary great places
2: like our competition is america and i mean their television film industry is booming Mm -hmm. and ours is yeah i i think it's scary because we don't really have that great of like a a base to kind of jump off of but again it's what we talked about before right like we have so many opportunities like there's the internet there's youtube there's vimeo there's so many things that we're exposed to and we really never know who's going to see it we don't know who's going to pick it up yeah. eventually one day who sees potential and be like hey maybe this could be something um mm-hmm. so i'm excited about that part and i think it's a lot about just like meeting different people and like meeting people who you like and putting
0: work out there that you believe in and yeah yeah i feel the biggest thing too for us and r- us right now like me and iris graduating is you should never stop learning new Mm -hmm. things. Like the moment you're not open to it or the moment that you feel, you know what? I know everything. I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. That's when you start failing Mm because the industry is constantly changing, technology wise, everything. And you have to keep up with those trends, which is, it's hard, but it's also very exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And to think about it, like we
2: are like, we're really good at social media. Like I think we know, it more than a lot of other people mm-hmm. so that's like a strength i think in general because
0: we grew up with it we did yeah. and we're
2: yeah millennials. we're great at it <laughs> millennials. and i think that's a great asset to have you know what i mean and i thought our marketing was really good for this film yeah. so yeah i think we know we know how to speak internet okay mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> it's all online then. yeah
1: uh but offline the screening is monday march 25 at scotia bank theater mm-hmm. and it's the night the kids found out so thank you, ladies, for coming in and hanging mm-hmm. out. Thank and you like, for having us. Uh, yeah. We covered a lot of fun stuff. We covered horror movies and who would survive, who wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't think, Tiana, you would survive at all. Oh. Yeah. I think you'd be like one of the first like five minutes whatever. I'm, no. I'm a little bit of a whim. Uh, yeah. Oh. So you're a tough lady and stuff, everything like that. I know you well, but I think, no, I don't think you'd survive at all. <laughs> I think you put up a good fight, you know what I mean? But yeah. at the end, you'd succumb.
0: i just cry in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: my gosh. Uh, but iris I, I got my money on you i think you could <gasps> you could make it the sun up <laughs> thank you yeah thank you that's my uh professional <laughs> opinion from okay, hanging i'm out sticking with, you
0: guys. with iris <laughs> yeah, no, yeah just with that's
1: me. what you should do yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways thank you ladies for coming in of
0: course yeah thank you Thanks so much
1: i'm your host sam unan you can follow me on twitter and facebook and instagram at my pal sammy thank you for listening